0: Heading justice, then you come to the right place
1: did we because i don't think you knew you were coming here i knew i was coming here I yeah, did, you, did you know because every week i have to be like susanna you have two lines <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen this is how prepared i am i got my tea mm. i got my water mm-hmm. and my gum
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my
1: Chopstick. lip gloss mm-hmm.
0: and my case yes what's Sorry. the name of your case friendship
1: Oh, you know I almost named my case. No, I wonder no, if we're really, doing the same case. Really? Susanna, oh, I no. almost named my case that. Chanel. My case is called The Boyfriend. Is oh, no, your case involve a boyfriend? Nah. No boyfriends at all? No boyfriend. No boyfriend at all. Okay, so then it's unlikely, I know, I know. Okay, it's unlikely we're doing the same thing. I knew it, it's going to happen eventually. Could <laughs> you, <imagine? laughs> you imagine? It's going like... to happen eventually. Okay, no, but back to your assortment of beverages. One of the things that the people, the listeners, need to understand about Susanna is that she can talk for 10,000 hours and not need a single fucking drink. But the minute, don't sip that. The minute a microphone comes out, put down that fucking gum. Stop it! (laughs) Nobody wants to listen to you slurp. The minute a microphone gets involved, my throat, my throat is so dry. <laughs> my throat is so dry. I get nervous. I I my get throat, throat nervous. is so dry. Chanel. I get nervous. She needs gum. <laughs> she need tea. She needs water. Like everything now. Meanwhile, we could be in a car on a drive heading somewhere. And she Baki uh, meto. She brother. She husband. She children. This work. <laughs> hey, school. Everything. So- School. I, <laughs> and then and then she'll be like oh you want something to drink hours later okay? but the minute the microphone is actually I'm always drinking water my throat is so dry <laughs> I'm just telling them who you are as a person our sign for this week is dedicated to the boss herself Bonnie I think
0: we're gonna dedicate the whole second season to Bonnie we're bringing good juju to this girl
1: Yes, so she can have her surgery. So if you would like to support Bonnie in a non-financial way, it is free to follow her on Instagram. I will share her page on our Criminally Clueless page, but it's free to follow on Instagram. Our handle on Instagram is at BonnieB0604. That's B-O-N-I-B-0604. Um, a lot of people like to spell her name Bonnie like Bonnie and Clyde, but her name is actually short for Bonnier. I did not name this dog. I got her with that name mm-hmm. and she responds to it. Everybody's like, why don't change your name? Why don't you change your name? Know, but just... She likes the name yeah. because I call him like Bonnie and she comes. So, you know, um, yeah, if you're able to support Bonnie in this non-financial way by going on to her Instagram and checking out, seeing what she up to. She's been doing adorable things, you know, just being Bonnie. Um, share that'd her be great. page. Yes, yeah, share so her page. Come. Um We may do another GoFundMe me for her surgery heart surgery um, but we don't have the details of how much it costs uh-huh. yet we only have a, a soft estimate so what we're hoping for is that we can get the surgery done through the university of guelph veterinary hospital which might reduce the cost of this surgery
0: and if following dog pages is not your thing, because mm-hmm. um, the, uh, she's the only dog I follow. Oh, really? Yes. I know. That's weird. Because I love dogs. Don't get me They're wrong. They're so therapeutic. I know. But follow us. Listen to us. Like us. Share our Instagram. Share mm-hmm. our Spotify. Now on Spotify, you can do a like, and you can do comments, and you can share. So all those things will help us to help her. hmm So... Again, it's not only all about the GoFundMe, it's get her us
1: there. And then and then I mean if we happen to continue to be famous, that'll be great. But you know, the the goal really is to get this money for this dog surgery. Um we have it in a contract, anyway, also, yeah, we have it in a yeah. we have a podcast contract and we have in our podcast contract that literally our first set of earnings will go towards Bonnie's, Bonnie's medical med- bills. Yes. So you know we're serious about this. Um mm-hmm. Bonnie even has a blog. Don't ask me when I get time to blog, but when she was leading up to her last surgery, I had a lot of thoughts about it because this is the first time i had ever done crowdfunding and it's the first time i've ever had a dog that was this sick it's the first time a lot of things so just to get all my thoughts out of my head and on to somewhere where it just wasn't in my brain festering i started a blog for her and she actually does have quite a few little followers and people who really enjoy reading her little blog so you can also read her blog um it's called the not so bad bitch (laughs) (laughs) Bonnie b because we figured out that you know she wasn't that bad after all but she's still a bitch. Yeah, yeah, for sure, 100%. 100% still a bitch and rowdy. She's very rowdy now. Like row, 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 row. But it's awesome. To it see is. As it as is as 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 awesome her. to see because she was a very sickly dog before she and we shy. didn't even know that. We thought she this was, was just, just how shy. she was. Yeah. yeah, And it turns out this girl was just in pain this whole time. Yeah. So, I mean, just to keep her doing well and feeling healthy and, and to not shorten her lifespan when she can have many many years. Mm-hmm. Um we really would like to get her the surgery that she deserves so that she can live a nice, healthy, pain free life without abuse because she was definitely abused before I got her. Yeah. You know, we could just tell from her mannerisms and from what we heard before. And other news and I know Susanna's not gonna like that I'm bringing this up, but I feel like if I don't say it, we're not going to commit to it. Son so of a I'm bitch about to Talk so about not, it. No, I don't no, care. no, I don't care. No, I don't care because I'm very no, excited about it. We are no, adding something to the. Nah, po- nah, nah, stop nah. it. We're adding nah. something to. We're adding something to the podcast. so why it's are you calling other people's business? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and basically, what we're gonna do. Is we're just going to talk about other people's business. Other people's business is exactly what it sounds like. Susanna and I spent quite a lot of time <laughs> prior to the podcast talking shit. A bunch of shit that never makes it to the actual episode. <laughs> and it's essentially other people's business. Like, um let me say we hear about, you know, some drama. We're not talking about people in our real lives. So are we're talking about, you know, things that are in the media. Like how, it could be a lot of, uh, like people. like how Kim Kardashian start telling people how they're supposed to be working and they're that, not not working. Like, if we all forget that her first job started with taking dick from Brandy Brother. I said it. I Nothing just, wrong with taking dick. Take all the dick. Just don't Nothing turn around works. and be like, I built this empire on my back. Really did. But you <laughs> know what I it mean? it was on her belly. It was really like more on her stomach for like a good part of it. <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> the point is, that is not our business but I'm not going to stop us from talking about it. So if you want to hear our take on other people business sound off in the comments because Susanna is like oh no we shouldn't say anything about it because then you know we'll have to do it or we'll be locked into it or we're not gonna do it and da da I'm like no you know what we're doing it anyway why not record it why not record our take on other people business so OPB coming at you soon on a good note we're doing so good on Facebook I don't, you. <laughs> I don't even know why. Thank you. I don't even know what. Sorry. I have done nothing. Just... I have done nothing to push our, but for some reason we have more followers on Facebook than our Instagram now, so thanks. I don't know if it have anything Thank to you. do with Drink Your Water and Mind Your Husband business and its relation to that song.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know if it's just, people are finding Which us and awesome. find us interesting. I that I believe we I believe that people are going to be like these two really interesting. I like listening to them. Let me follow them. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You know, come back for more we every week yeah. and you know, talk about us to your friends so they can follow us too. Please. Yeah? Um we really appreciate that people have been been listening and and listening to our please for follows.
0: Do You know, this is something I started doing when listening to other podcast
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> Um, because I now understand how important it is that like, yeah,
1: you like as this soon stuff.
0: as I turn it on, like even if I don't listen to the whole thing, like,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: you know, and yeah, and, and, yeah now that and I finally the get the it, ones, I do it too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the ones that I I listen more than two three episodes, subscribe.
1: Yeah, like yeah.
0: the ones on YouTube. but yeah. why mm-hmm. not when I'm on, on Spotify? Mm-hmm. I'm I agree. those things. I had an idea today when Chanel, because I do, I, I, don't, I don't check no numbers. I don't even know where to go to check them. Let's decide on a number. Because I had the idea of doing a live.
1: Yes, you did toss out the suggestion today to do a live but if we're gonna do a live we don't want nobody saying shit to us about no cussing because that's our default setting, you know like I mean I guess, guess we could put, put up a disclaimer that. at the beginning like this is only for adult audiences I like the idea of interacting with the people who like to listen to us, mm-hmm. you know we have gotten some DMs, we don't get tons of DMs, but we have gotten a few DMs now and we always um, try to honor what we hear in the DMs and what they're asking for, mm-hmm. so it might be nice to hear from other people who maybe they're not as interested in platforms like Instagram instagram is not everybody vibe no instagram is definitely my vibe more than facebook because facebook has too much responsibility yeah say happy birthday <laughs> yeah say happy anniversary <laughs> you know i was like and now they add the friend anniversary like oh, oh God, you've been yeah. friends for nine years and then they take you down memory lane and then what well, if it's not even somebody you's talk to anymore why are you posting this on my page right. you know anyhow Instagram, you could just go macro and run away. You go see people's pictures, you like it or don't like it. They never have to know, and then you just skip on with your life. You know, yeah. you could do some deep dive investigations. You just have to be careful this is with your the finger. Second
0: time you have said that.
1: I do that, I do. And what I like to know, I like to go and you go back and you look at people's pictures. Maybe maybe you are dating somebody new and you find out who their person is on Instagram. That's probably the most entertaining evening you're gonna have especially (laughs) if the instagram is unlocked girl get yourself a drink and sit on and enjoy yourself (laughs) what (laughs) what let's get into this week's bullshit you have a story for me about friendship yes all right tell me about this friendship Uh, friendship do you remember your friends from high school yeah, I still talk to some. Some. Children from secondary school were not nice to me. I was a nerd, and I used to keep to myself. And I had this little group but of friends. But for
0: somebody that you said you kept to yourself, you kept your friends. Like, you had friends.
1: Yeah, I like, when I say keep to myself, like, I kept to my little friend group. Yeah, um, just
0: reach the hundreds. That's a little group for you.
1: What are you talking about? No, why have you expanded? The people in the other the other friends I have mm-hmm. are not all from secondary school. Oh. the friends I have from secondary school I kept in contact with some of them. Okay. Um some of them no, some of them yes. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying generally, I don't really enjoy secondary school. Anytime they try to have a reunion, I just <laughs> I don't want to reunite. <laughs> why? I don't want to reunite. Like I didn't I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> it was something that happened to me like whole secondary have you gone to really... any of
0: those reunions
1: for what no <laughs> because I left
0: right mm-hmm. 14 years ago mm-hmm. and then the reunion stuff start coming out like what 10 years ago or 8 years ago mm-hmm. they started happening all of them had happened and I'm out of the country
1: are you mad about that mm, so sad no oh, that's sarcastic so I guess no, <laughs> <laughs> no. look sometimes no. people really peaked in high school and high school is where what they the want to go back. Lots of people peak in high school. That's the best time of their life. Yes. And so reunions are for the people like them. And when I say peak, don't come for me. Like, I'm not saying your life got shitty after. I'm just it's saying just like a, that that was, you felt self. the best. Yes. Yes. So some people really enjoyed secondary school. And if mm-hmm. they could go back, they would. For me, No, no, university. thank you.
0: College, yes, yes, college.
1: Right. So college, university yes. years, yes. Mm-hmm. Take me back, minus man, yes. <laughs> take me back. <laughs> yeah, take me back. Yes. But you see, anything before that, it could miss me. It's all right. If somebody came to me and was like, "Listen, we'll give you no, twenty no. million dollars mm. if you'll travel no. back to high school, uh-uh. or uh-huh. ten million if you'll go back to college." I need to I know.
0: Take I the need- 10. I need to know the details of it.
1: No, like everything because will say, the, it, same. Everything is say the same. I don't think it'll say the same. Exactly. I take my ten. I'll take my ten million dollars, you know. I will not go into that again. No thanks. Yeah. No thank you. No thank you. I'll go to university and have my ten million dollars and yeah. I'll take that. That's a good deal.
0: Anyway, yes, so like Okay I said
1: I do remember my friends from high school. And you remember your f- the,
0: the thing is that you don't have those feelings that you're I, friend and yeah. it's just that passion that teenagers we all that's go through
1: that's that intense passion is no longer sti- your friend no,
0: no listen like
1: why didn't you call me yes i had that drama and then you have your best best friends I and then you have drama. fallout yes so why
0: not you have all of them? But I cannot picture being dramatic like that.
1: Yeah, I had a hard time with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the other side of the emotions. I would have like a friend or Friends, me and my one particular best friend from secondary school were Mm -hmm. very close Mm -hmm. and we would always have arguments. And it didn't help that the two of us, for whatever reason, and to this day, I still do not understand, we seemed to like the same guy. (laughs) And that was not good. And he was not hot. And in retrospect, I have no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) And I'm talking to both you, my friend, and me from the past. Okay. Yeah, so so we had our drama. Sure. Mm -hmm.
0: We that's another interesting question what would you say to chanel from teenage
1: chanel don't stop writing so when i was a teenager yeah. i used to write little stories and i love writing stories i'd write whole books i'd buy copy books mm-hmm. and fill them from the beginning to the end with a story that i wrote right mm-hmm. and then one night, I left one of my books out. It was mm-hmm. a multi-part story. It's the biggest one I ever wrote. Okay. I had it for weeks. I was writing it, writing it, it as a big notebook. And there was gonna to be this whole story. And I woke up in the you might be morning. No, I woke up in the morning to it on a different page. And that's when I realized somebody read Mm. my book. I feel like reading something somebody writes is like looking in their panty drawer. It's so invasive. It depends. So what you
0: you were writing only, like it's like a
1: diary It wasn't a diary. It's like a story. But I'm not ready for anybody else to read the story. Yes, you you felt your privacy. And I felt like, and to this day, I don't know who read it. I have my suspicions. How did you know know somebody read it? because i had bookmarks mm. and the person like they messed up and put the bookmark in Bitches, the wrong spot maybe right? somebody was just cleaning i told myself that too but i could not shake the feeling so. that somebody read this and, and what did i you took do? all of my books you see, and threw them away
0: just when i thought you
1: were not dramatic <laughs> there you come and i never wrote again
0: Remember, I always said my, my parenting style will be hypocrisy. Like, I do, did An you drink? Yeah, Hypo- yes. hypocrisy and embarrassment. Yes. Yes. yes, and all bets are off when it comes to your safety. Yeah, yeah, like I respect all your bind boundaries, all of them. But if I have the slightest feeling of your safety is compromised, I'm going all in. I don't care. Yeah, like I'm going all in. All bets are off. I'm very super, I'm trying to process. The information you just gave me.
1: About the writing? Yeah. Come on, Susanna. I know I shocked your brain. Shit, yes. <laughs> My story involves three teenagers. Three teen girls, by chance? Teen girls.
0: Oh, shit. Chanel, there is no boyfriend here. There's I'm going to no say the here. name.
1: No, there's no boyfriend here. Okay. Is it the case of... Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> Whom? No, Skylar. Yes. Yes.
0: You know the king. Yeah, <laughs>
1: And I know the name because I I know the story. I I've heard it a few times. Okay,
0: yeah. So because you know the name, mm-hmm. and you have a, and we have been talking about, and you chucked my brain. I'm not gonna read because I know this story. I'm yeah, just, just gonna give me. you the the important thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Skyler, nice. niece, niece, <laughs> Sheila,
1: Eddie, I don't, yeah, Eddie,
0: and so. I don't know how to pronounce this. Yeah, word maybe Eddie. This. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, I'm not even gonna All of them were. Friends, as mm-hmm. we established, all of them went to university high schools too. What the fuck is that?
1: A university high school? I, I don't know, but in, in Trinidad, is it in Trinidad or like? Like you in do other a pl- longer. No, no, no. Um, there are some schools that I heard of in Trinidad, mm-hmm. I don't remember which ones, where if you go to that. School Mm -hmm. You will transition Immediately to the Associated high school Okay You understand So maybe it's that Kind of thing Like you go to this High school And you will Immediately try. Like it's understood Like you don't need To get in You know what I mean Yeah Maybe
0: Yeah so anyways, they were they started together. Mm-hmm. They also worked together at a Wendy's. Can you imagine I like Wendy's us, like, chicken nuggets. I don't
1: like Wendy's. No? I'm sorry. i just
0: comfortable with what I know and what I know. is McDonald's, I never give in.
1: I feel like McDonald's fries is where they shine. And if they ever have their ice cream machine working, the ice cream for a dollar. The caramel. The caramel. They got, the, they got soft, rid of the caramel. Whatever soft serve ice cream is. All the bacteria included because you know they don't clean it. <laughs> That's what <laughs> makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so they worked at Wendy's. They go to school together. They to spend all their they time spend together. spend all the time together. They're friends, 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 mm-hmm, friends. Mm-hmm. Right? July 5th, 2012, mm-hmm. Skylar comes from work mm-hmm. and goes straight to bed. Yeah. She's tired. She's, she's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are doing the mom and dad in business. And Skylar has gone to bed. Next day, so July 6, 2012, mom goes, hey, Skylar, what the hell? When are we working? When I was studying? And she's not in her room. Right. Her phone charger is there. Window. Open. It's open. Mm-hmm. Right away, she starts calling friends and she starts asking, where the fuck is shit? Mm -hmm. and then she goes to the police. The mom goes to the police to report that her daughter was not there, and she doesn't know if she spent the night or not. Any mother would have done the same thing. What the motherfucking police said, she just probably ran away. Mm -hmm. She just probably ran away. How old was she? 16. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if she ran away. You're the fucking police. If a mother comes for you and your help, the decent
1: thing to do is your job. That Fuck. is going to echo on the episode but yes, I agree. I agree and I think it's unfair out of laziness to assume that the child has now intentionally gone somewhere.
0: And even if that's the case.
1: <sighs> yeah, no. I understand but uh, Suzanne, I mean like you're you're I know the angle you're looking at this from and I'm trying to look at it from the police angle and I still can't see it because I think it's lazy. Like, even if you say to them, well, we don't want to panic the parents because you can say it to the parent, stay calm, she probably just went out but you know what, we're taking your report we're and we're going to exactly, go look for her. Exactly. That's what you need to say. Not, go home, she probably coming she just, back. Uh-huh. That's bullshit. That's why I feel like it's lazy. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It, one thing is to remain calm. Yeah. Another thing is to just like dismiss eh, them, yeah, dismissing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. No amber alert was uh, issued. Yeah, no report was issued. Right. Meanwhile, parents still looking for their daughter. Of course, the two friends are helping the parents looking for the daughter, mm-hmm. and they don't know where Skylar is. The police finally got involved. I forgot the date, but the police finally got involved, and they the first thing they look at was the. Their complex camera mm-hmm. security camera, right? Like CCD, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And they see skylar come out of her window, mm-hmm. bedroom window, and got street. into a car,
1: right? But like a little bit down the street, right? Uh-huh. That's what I remember from seeing the, uh-huh. the video because mm-hmm. yeah, they the couldn't video. make out the exact um make and model of the car because it's a she sedan. All it yeah, all, all they knew was that it was a sedan, yes. yeah, because it's like a little bit up the street, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's it. That's all they knew. Mm-hmm. She got into a car. She voluntarily got into a car. Now, these fed the police um idea of a runaway mm-hmm. but again she's nowhere to be seen so an amber alert was issued at this point weeks past 2 months after she disappeared mm-hmm. and this is exactly September 10th the police decide maybe maybe we can start asking people two fucking months maybe we're going to start asking people and they interview Skyler's friends from school. If you want to get more world top than me, Google this. Sheila Eddie, tweets. She was on Twitter the whole time. They lived their life on Twitter. There are three of them. And you can see now that you put two and two together, you can see the relationship and the, 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 how this relates to that. Okay. So when the police finally interviewed Sheila and Rachel, Rachel went first
1: and Rachel admitted that her and Sheila killed Skylar. Rachel had a meltdown. She couldn't hold the information anymore. Oh shit, I didn't Mm -hmm. know. So she started bawling and having a full meltdown, screaming da 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 da, and throwing and pelting things. Her mother had to call the police. Like I have a teen here, and oh I cannot Lord. get her under control. Oh right? wow! And she confessed to the parents. Because she couldn't hold it anymore. Rachel is the redhead, not the brunette. That's Mm -hmm. a friend. And Rachel couldn't hold it anymore because she traumatized by the fact that they killed the girl, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so because Rachel couldn't hold it anymore, she told the parents, and if I'm not mistaken, the parents called their lawyer. And when she did confess to the police, it was in the presence of her lawyer, if I am not mistaken. I have here their reason
0: Mm -hmm. was that they didn't like her. So what's the... Best thing to do? Kill her. Mm-hmm. Why not?
1: These are two 16 years old. Yeah. So this case kind of ended up being more of a conversation than you presented. I'm sorry. It's just that I remember okay. that no, part I don't, I don't about imagine. Rachel. So
0: story. Rachel told the police where to find Skylar's mm-hmm. body. And on January 16th, look at this. This is July She disappeared in July. Mm -hmm. Police found Skylar's body on January 16, 2013, Mm -hmm. less than 30 miles away from her home. Where the fuck the police was looking? I don't know.
1: (laughs) But you know what was sad to me about that story was her dad like the parents were i think the, they could only have they that's, only the ha- that that's the only that was she was the only child and the dad loved her. i'm not saying her mother didn't love her but she you know how you have those they hear that daddy's girl mommy's boy kind yeah, of okay. thing mm-hmm. like the dad was really like he was like God, this is my daughter, this is my baby, you know. And he was yeah. crying. And I remember, I. it's rare that you feel, I mean, you feel sad for both parents. But it's rare that you come away from an interview feeling more affected by the dad than the mom.
0: I feel, and now I'm going to quote him at the end. I feel that what he said was so true. These kids were helping them. Helping them, look. Like, yeah. search, mm-hmm. let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh flyers! Let's post them. Yeah, but I think do it, you, like, in the documentary so or the story funky. I
1: saw, oh. Sheila was the one driving that, and she was more capable of doing that kind of sociopathic dissociation. Yeah, thing. this is the one. If but you Google, Rachel her, couldn't do it. Like she did it because Sheila told her to do it, but she couldn't maintain it. Is what I'm. Yeah, saying. Yeah,
0: but so. if you could, like if you Google her, uh, the first time she goes to court, mm-hmm. she's smiling. Mm-hmm. She's smiling. And I read on, on, on some sources that they're like, I'm so surprised because there was no signs of sociopathy. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't kill no cat. That doesn't mean you cannot kill no person. Or <laughs> yeah. well, maybe the cat like, didn't this get discovered. It's a Anyways, let me let me continue. So what happened? They have had a fallout. Right. As they're friends. Th- as, as friends. Mm-hmm. And they were not together all the time, but... On July 5th, Rachel and Sheila were texting Skylar and asking her to oh let's just go lime let's go lime let's mm-hmm. go lime Skylar was like no 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 and then they convinced her to go so that's when she just left the house mm-hmm. and why not she got on the car apparently they were gonna go far from the house but they saw a police car around it and then they just turned around and went to a spot where the three of them used to go to get high when they came out of the car Rachel and Sheila told Skylar oh we forgot the lighter and once skylar turns around rachel and sheila count to three and then start stabbing Hmm. skylar on her back Hmm. Skyler got away, she started running, but Rachel managed to tackle her. Tackle her to <clears throat> the ground. To mm-hmm. the ground. While wrestling, Skyler took a knife off of Rachel's hand mm-hmm. and cut her on her uncle. Oh, I didn't know That's that. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. The parents were like, why nobody question her cut? Mm-hmm. But in the middle of looking for your kid, you're not going to see if the other one has injuries.
1: Yeah, because you're not looking at her little friends on like on top
0: that. of that, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh,
1: let's where is she where is she? She cut her,
0: but Sheila continued to stab her. Mm. And according to Rachel, and I'm quoting Rachel here, we continue to stab her until Skylar's neck stopped making gurgly sounds
1: Mm -hmm.
0: again at the parent i can see the parents of the victim being like fuck why didn't i check more why wasn't i looking into her friends why didn't i lock the window you know
1: sheila's and
0: rachel's parents i can you know that's your baby yeah it's gonna
1: be especially i think it's very hard for anybody to see a an underage and i'm not saying underage like that like there, there. You could commit a crime, I guess, at any age. But uh-huh. you, you think you know what your head was about when you were sixteen, and that was not what was on your mind. Do you no. know what I mean? So in your head, there's no way that's what they were involved in. You know, boys, yes, maybe weed, yeah, yeah, you know, but not, not that. So I think that's why this not something they're going to question or she has a cut on her ankle or did you hurt it in practice? Yeah. And it's easily explained. Like but
0: that. that's another mm-hmm. thing because you can make the, of course, there's the, the articles that we all mom love. Where were the parents doing?
1: Yeah, but you can't blame the parents for this. Like your child was out same time that they were out. And so they obviously were well-versed at sneaking out. And so, you know, and like we said, you're not going to see them as murderers. So it's going to be hard for you to make that connection. Instead of worrying that they were part of it, they're probably grateful that their daughters weren't missing. Because one of their friends was missing. Yeah. You can imagine them. They're probably home on the phone tree. Talking to the other people in the PTA. Like, you heard about Skylar? Yeah, yeah Rachel is devastated. Or Sheila yeah. is devastated. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Like, I just... I mean, like, I hope they find her. But it just makes me want to hold Rachel tight. Or hold Sheila tight. That's mm-hmm. what they're mm-hmm. thinking about. I'm mm-hmm. not uh, thinking about that shit. No.
0: Anyway, so, sadly, this... Obviously was planned. Rachel and Sheila were prepared. They have kitchen knives, paper towels, they beach. shouted
1: one, two, three, go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning cloth, clean clothes, and a shovel. Wow. The idea was to burn the body. Mm-hmm. Remember they were going to another location. Because yes, yes. they are the location they already knew what's the location about. Like I don't know. I, that's why I tried to ask you what the fuck were you thinking when you were a fucking teenager. Because fuck, I'm trying to go to sixteen. I was so fucking lazy to be like, nah. You know, do you really boys. have
1: to go there? Boys and books. That's all I thought about. Boys? Boys and books? Yeah. I like boys? I like books? Don't you things are.
0: But the thing is, you know, like to plan this whole shit. That's it. Mm. Fuck. Anyway, so they dragged Sheila's body to the side of the road and planned to burn the body. Now, they didn't take into consideration there was a creek. Mm It would be wet. It would be wet. So no fire Mm -hmm. was going to get on there. Mm -hmm. Like, because you're so smart that a fire is not going to bring people in. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Like a fire is not going to get attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not thinking. And then once again, this is a 16-year-old plotting a murder. Yeah. (laughs)
0: So, what did they do? They did. They put her in. They put rocks and branches on her and left.
1: Hmm. And
0: left daily. I'm going to quote some of the tweeters.
1: The tweets, Susanna, the tweets.
0: Kyler, two days before her death, stress will be the death
1: of me. That's intense for a 16-year-old. That is intense. But (laughs) I mean, like, if you carry in a whole social scene and people Mm -hmm. mad at you and you don't know why...
0: and um, throughout all the search until up until when they got discovered, mm-hmm. or they admitted, pictures of Skylar all over Twitter, Rachel's Twitter, and Sheila's Twitter. They're missing her. Huh? They wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. I, I always love you, mm-hmm. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and why not? Two days after Skylar disappeared, Sheila <laughs> tweeted, tired, sick of losing sleep over this. You know... Mm-hmm conscience just leave because i just killed her a conscience person.
1: she's trying to get empathy from other people like i am so worried about skyla but she's not worried about skyla one
0: of the latest chile's
1: tweets one of the latest she's
0: out tweeting no 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 <laughs> uh, before at the guy, time okay the, guy, mm-hmm. the prison was
1: we really did go on three yeah go on mm-hmm. that's what she said we really did go on three yeah and nobody knows what she's talking about except Rachel. But for my understanding, Sheila was the kind of the master manipulator, and the one who suggested the murder. And well, just the, the yeah, well, she was like the mastermind. That's what I that's my understanding of the of the crime.
0: Of course they got in jail. Sheila got 30 years with parole on 25 or 20. Like guaranteed parole or yeah. possibility? Possibility. Okay. And because Rachel confessed, mm-hmm. she struck a deal and got 20 years possibility of parole at 10. Mm-hmm. father said i'll be at any parole hearing these two have to ensure that they don't see the light out of this prison.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: they were tried as adults, adults mm-hmm. yes and they only spent because of their age they have to go first to juvenile yeah uh-huh but they were they were moved to auto prison right away mm-hmm. like Within the year,
1: yeah, they, they must have been because if they committed the crime when they were sixteen, by the time the trial and stuff happens, they're seventeen, and then you up, you get out of juvie when you're eighteen. So yeah, probably yeah. Yeah, the father
0: said you can apologize, you can do anything, but you you cannot bring my kid back.
1: Skylar was so cute though. She's she such was a so cute girl. cute. Now that that adds value. But I've been saying she was so, that that value, this is so she was sad. An, she was it's an so sad. Girl. I don't. I. <sighs> yeah
0: it's like i was gonna do another case and i started reading this and i was like no fuck no fuck yeah i intentionally didn't do it because i find it like i creepy. have another but yeah, exactly both set of parents are like oh you cannot believe how sorry we are
1: and father goes like there's no amount of sorry that can cut it like i understand that but but at the same time you have to imagine they feel really sorry that this really happened to these people because of something that their children did. And sh- more shocking is that you can't be like, oh, where are the parents? Because this is something they concealed so well. Like, they did an immensely, like, this is adult-level criminal activity. And that's why everybody had a fucked-up time with this mm-hmm. case because they're underage. Mm-hmm. And in your brain, you're like, how did you plot an entire murder? of some- That's so huge. How did you plot the time with that And technically get away with it. And the only reason you didn't is because one person had a conscience. Just it, the yeah. other. And if the other girl was just as, cold. as dissociative as, mm-hmm. as Sheila and mm-hmm. cold as Sheila, mm-hmm. we may have never learned what happened to Skylar. Because mm-hmm. they were in the parents' house, the Skylar's parents' house, yeah. crying. And she. they participated on the search. Of course. And of course, they would go search everywhere else. And they probably were there laughing. Like, oh, she ain't here. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I found most disturbing. It's just exactly what you said. There isn't a point. There was no, there, no. reason. It, and in this case, this is teen drama. Like, even if you don't like somebody anymore, don't be their friends. But right
0: now, oh, they caught. have it hard. Because imagine that you're, as a teenager, you start looking for validation for your friends. Yeah. From You have a, a whole world that is looking to...
1: Yeah, that is ready. Not only to look at you, because one thing is to be looked at. Is to be another judged. thing is to be judged. Yeah, but the thing is, is that so some people argue that oh, you put your life on social media, no. then you're opening. That's not no. true. That's why we have limits on our social media. I don't, I'm sure people have noticed because we've had some people, you know, the girl who tried to add you, yeah. she added us on Criminally Clueless. Uh. It's like, oh, she probably is a Criminally Clueless fan. Uh, and she seems very cute, yes. very cute. Yes. But we're real particular about not adding people on our personal social media. Yeah. And, that, that, and that Please, is, please, 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 don't be offended by don't that. Don't be offended. It's just, from... it's just that that's how we created our boundaries. Yes. Like, when we decided, we said we're not going to use our official no. Instagram handles. We're going to only operate on Criminally Clueless mm-hmm. when we're doing things. Feel free to talk to us there, but this is how we create a boundary for our personal life. And I think everybody would do well to create their own boundaries that work for them. But people feel like because you do something in a social, like in a a space, in a virtual space where other people can watch, Mm -hmm. that you have now exposed yourself to all the criticism. You've opened yourself up to me. Technically, yes. Technically, yes. However, it's the person, it's everybody's
0: decision to come in and be like, these two are real bitches. Yeah. These two are real cute. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like these two, it's a decision. This is not like, oh an impulse like mm-hmm. peeing like coughing like sneezing, mm-hmm. like like yawning, yawning like i just
1: did mm-hmm. like
0: you know this is the it's a
1: decision you went in that's why i do don't understand trolls. Account. yeah but that's why i don't do understand trolls the- and i know we're gonna get them but trolls i don't understand like you really take time out of your day to comment on the kim kardashian picture that you don't like the color she panty like did she ask does she care what did that do yeah. And then you know what else? You're going to go and buy the same color panty. But I just want to say, I'm going to tie this whole episode together with this. episode, this, this segment that I'm about to. I the boyfriend. Kinda, I kind of like this. What? This the conversational is, cases? Yeah. I think you're a lot better in conversation than you are in presenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So this is the story of the boyfriend. Okay. Trigger warning. It involves suicide. Fuck. So we're starting off tough today. Susanna, this is not going to be easy for you. This is cool. Quote- <laughs> Sort your daughter out. She's threatening to kill herself. Oh that was the message Teresa Mars then received from her daughter Renee's boyfriend, Braden Spiteri, at 2.59 p.m. on August 5th, 2020. Concerned, Teresa, of course, got into somewhat of a heated exchange with Braden. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, right? And went searching for her daughter alongside the daughter best friend, Camila Zaidan. They even drove past Braden's sister's house. Searching for signs of Rennie, but no luck. Hours later, the police found her abandoned car, Rennie's abandoned car, and Teresa found her shoes near a cliff overlooking the ocean in Sydney, Australia. Based upon the footage which saw Rennie climbing down the side of the cliff face, then disappearing from sight, it was deduced that Rennie ended her own life that day at Sydney's Watson Bay. She was just 20 years old. In a final text message to her mother, Teresa, she said, and I quote, I love you so much. I'm so sorry for everything and the pain I will now cause you, but I'll be okay. I'll still be here and be around when you need to talk to me. Just call my name and I'll be there. You're the most amazing person and mother ever and my very best friend. I wasn't happy, and I need you to understand that it's okay. Don't let this ruin everyone else you need to take care of, okay? I need you to be strong for me. I love you, Mama. I always will. And I'll be waiting for you when you come, Rene. Oh, my. Right? No. Don't cry. (laughs) Don't cry. Ah! Don't cry. Isn't it sad? Yeah, it is. I'll give you a minute. So then you're, you're going to go from sad to angry. So if that helps, that's a more comfortable feeling. I'm, I'm okay? Waiting for okay. So her boyfriend, Brayden, must have done something to encourage Renny to do this. At least that's what everybody taught, right? And technically he did because Brayden broke up with Renny not long before she took her own life. Okay. Brayden was possessive and controlling and he always kind of wanted to know where she was and who she was with all the time. And they kind of had a tumultuous relationship over the two years or so that they were together. Mm-hmm. Rennie was introduced uh, notice I put that in quotation marks okay. to twenty three year old Braden through her friend Camila. Camila, apparently, according to one article, briefly dated Brayden herself. But the two were on good terms and now they were like anything but romantic. They're not do you know, they're not together. The bodies. I and don't believe she, not shit she didn't mind setting them up. I think that was a little weird, but I shouldn't you know, people in glass houses, you know, so let me not talk. Um, Again, a story after. So Rene herself was just coming out of a two-year relationship with her ex. She had a quantitative article saying the guy name was Angus, right? And we, I guess she was looking to meet somebody new. After seeing a pick of Brayden and Camilla together, she was interested, you know, even though it is a little odd to date your friend, ex-man, or whatever. When she and Brayden first started chatting, the pair would chat and talk over the phone and she felt like she got to know him having Mm -hmm. graduated from this exclusive school called King's school don't know it didn't look it up but apparently it's fancy um he was also the heir she found out he was also the heir to this construction dynasty they kick it off they hit it off you know he liked her she liked him unfortunately their relationship would take a turn and she was not able to meet up with him because renee was informed that braden was arrested he was sent to Goulburn Prison for manslaughter related to an accident he had with a friend. Accident? Yeah, yeah. So, in the, I put a note here about the accident. In this accident, I think he was riding a motorcycle with his friend on the back. Mm-hmm. And he um, got into an actual phys- accident with the motorcycle and the friend died. And so, because the friend's death was related to his driving on the motorcycle, okay, he got okay, charged okay. with manslaughter. Okay. Despite the fact That he got sent to jail Braden had a phone That he smuggled in Probably You know At this point You could assume It's because The father was A construction magnate Mm -hmm. But apparently In another article They said Rene is the one Who purchased the phone For him And they would stay In regular contact Even though he was in prison And this becomes relevant Because earlier We were talking about How some criminal Had posted a picture Of himself (laughs) In prison Eating lobster And steak (laughs) (laughs) Anyway um, Like we said We talk about other people business <laughs> so business. one night rennie went out with her friends and they, i think it was a birthday line her own birthday line and she received a text from her ex probably saying happy birthday and Camila was like how could you do this to brayden and brayden was like going through the roof right like if she cheat all she did was get a text message saying happy birthday or whatever the text but even if the man messaged her a picture of his dick it's her birthday it's her phone and she could say no thank you you didn't even you know he just vexed the man messenger why is the other bitch telling the other guy this is it this is it this is Anyway, so he went through the roof and he told Renny that she looked like a tat and that she was probably out cheating on it. Uh, Meanwhile, he's in in jail, jail, in jail, Mm -hmm. but controlling her from in jail, right? His behavior was unpredictable, and while in prison, Renny started dating another man. Right, I don't know if she told anybody but she did some alleged colleague named Ian one source said they went as far as getting engaged but Rennie continued talking to Brayden and when Ian gave her ultimatum like it's me or him because he yeah. figured out that they were still talking she picked Braden. so according to one article despite his possessiveness she loved Braden. Rennie was so serious about Brayden that she even believed they would get married upon his release from prison because he wasn't allowed visitors at whatever this prison was Gulu prison right well, he okay. wasn't allowed visitors and so So she scouted photographers and honeymoon locations, but of course that wedding would never come to pass. So I don't know if he ever proposed, like in exchange, he alluded to the fact that they were going to get married upon his release. Mm -hmm. Or if this is just how she felt, like we're going to get married, I just feel it, but You know, obviously it didn't happen because she killed herself. Police had questions for Brayden, just like her mother did. So when she got that first message, I took a screenshot of the, the conversations. The message saying, sort your daughter out, threatening to kill herself. She said, the mother says, please explain to me why a young woman would want to kill herself. Mm-hmm. So then Brayden responds, Ask her yourself, maybe explain to me why you never got her help last time. I'm gonna stop here to say that apparently in 2012 she had an attempted overdose. I'm right? gonna say something.
0: Yes every single manipulated asshole out there is so charming because they're that manipulative they become a new person when they attract you mm-hmm. nobody comes from the beginning look at me i'm a narcissist let's have a relationship and everybody goes like yes let's do it yes, together right it now mm-hmm. when you're in this comfort zone and this is coming sadly from experience when you're in this comfort zone you feel you're on top of the fucking world Nobody is better than fucking you. Nobody. No one. And then you feel so comfortable and then you have found your one. Doesn't matter. He can do no wrong. And then you lay out because you let your guard down and you say everything. And this is not a take on you. That's where they want you to be. You've been manipulated to go there. These people are trained to, even in a simple conversation, they target your weakest Mm -hmm. and the parts that could involve hurting you and people around you so that information that they know that you have given them they're gonna twist it even if it's not complete they're gonna twist it just as he did with the mother mother.
1: yes so he made it seem like oh maybe you should it's your fault so like i said she attempted an overdose in 2012 and I believe that's what's being referred to in the in this exchange, mm-hmm. right? So the mother goes, "Have you ever thought that you are the problem? Seems like it all comes back down to your feet, right?" And she goes on to say, "I got her help," um, but that the rest of that message got cut out on the in the chat mm-hmm. because remember these are just screenshots of mm-hmm. this conversation. And then the person, uh, Braden, goes, "I'm the problem, am I? Have you ever thought you have neglected her when she clearly needs help?" So the mother says, if there really is a God out there, he will answer my prayers. Time will tell.
0: you see? Do you see what he did there? Yes. He's not targeting the issue. What he was trying to accomplish was, yes. oh, I'm going to alert you by your daughter. If he wants to alert about by the daughter, he will focus only on the fact of why she should be aware of something. Being it's about to happen. Daughter, now, now, he just twist it and be like, I now know that your weakness is to be a good mother. Yeah. You're so concerned of being a good mother. Not a bad thing. But it's just so concerned of being a, bad mo- a good mother that this is the target. Fucking yes. manipulated piece of shit. It's like textbook, man. Textbook.
1: I told you you are going to get mad. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. So then Brayden goes, he only answers people that are genuine And then the mother says, clearly, that's why you are there and I am here, referring to him being in prison and her being out of prison. And then he said, yeah, exactly. And that's why he hasn't answered your prayers. Right. So um, that was their little text exchange related to, you know, when he messaged her to say that something might be up. But after her death, Teresa wanted answers, and Camila said Braden was upset because he felt like people were blaming him. Camila's a bitch. Camila can go fuck herself. Anyway, police were looking for Braden. I mean, he shouldn't be. They have for him. him, of course, yeah, because he's in jail, right?
0: Yeah, right. Fuck Chanel. <laughs> I
1: know. I didn't. No, I did not. He
0: was never...
1: I said, wrong! Police tracked down the man from the picture and shockingly, told he told them that he didn't know Renny. And furthermore, he didn't know Camilla either. That's right. When confronted, Camilla said that she and Renny concocted the story about Brayden to hide their lesbian relationship. <gasps> but the police weren't buying it. The police exacted a warrant, hoping to find evidence of the text messages being sent from Camilla to Renee, but couldn't find any. But what they did discover, however, was that the messages from Faden, Fake Braden's phone pinged off of the same cell tower as Camila's and did not ping off of the cell towers near the prison where he was supposedly incarcerated for the last two years. So this is the fucked up friend episode, Susanna. We've stumbled into this team this week. Police needed to look even closer at Camila and why she would want to do this. Some articles said that Camila and Rennie had a romantic relationship back in the day when they first started being friends in 2008. And they had even told a school counselor about their romance. But the relationship was intense with Camilla being controlling when Renee tried to distance herself. She even messaged Renee saying, quote, You are going nowhere, do you understand? You kill me, I will be your ghost. You hate me, I will still love you. You hide, I will hunt you down. You got no way to escape because only I love you and I'll have you forever. That is the quote. So in light of this, the girls and their mothers met at a cafe in 2009 to discuss the fact that their friendship was no longer going to continue because Rennie clearly stated she did not want to continue being friends with with Camila because Camila was being crazy. But the friendship got rekindled in 2011. Some articles saying it got rekindled because she got introduced to Faden, fake Brayden. But, you know, probably they were chatting a bit before that and then Faden came into the mix, you know. A further inquest found that Camilla likely just stole and photoshopped a picture of a person she found on the internet, yeah. you know, because the guy never knew her. Because there's a full-on picture of her and Brayden or the guy who was pretending to be Brayden next to each other. So she must have photoshopped that picture, you yeah. know. And um, her mother, Teresa, said that family and friends believed that Camilla was catfishing Rene from the jump. But Rennie was so enamored by Braden, she refused to entertain the thought, you know, because she all in love with Braden. And of course, who gonna connect with you deeper than somebody who was your fucking best friend? Yeah. So, you can imagine how this person is talking to mm-hmm. her, all the things. Mm-hmm. So, she probably going back to Camila and saying, oh, I wish Braden would... like girlfriends do. Mm-hmm. But because Camila is fading, mm-hmm. she's going back and doing all the things that she's wishing for and hoping for and all of these things that she's in the position to be the best boyfriend because she knows her based upon their relationship back in 2008 which may or may not have been a lesbian relationship and she knows her as the person who's getting the side information related to the relationship but her mother did describe her as a romantic in some one article i read even with the relationship she had with Camila back in the day she was talking about how they'll stay together forever because she's, I guess, she has a big heart, you know, she's a big romantic. And when you have people like that who feel all the feelings, Something like being broken up with, with the person who you think is your perfect person is going to be very devastating. Like, I compartmentalize. Susanna knows that about me. Susanna has learned to compartmentalize because of her past traumas. She doesn't compartmentalize everything as evidenced by her balling down here because of what she just heard. But you get my point. But if you're one of those people who wears their heart on their sleeve, feel all the feelings kind of people, like, these things will hit you hard. So why would Faden end things, though? Like, that's the question. Like, why would she end things? Was it too much pressure? There's are the questions I had. I was like, maybe it was too much pressure pretending to be him, like, all the time. Or maybe Camilla felt like, well, he can't stay in jail forever. He not in jail for murder. He in yeah. jail for manslaughter. And eventually it will end and she will have fines. You'll find out. But according to Camila, neither of those were true, and she was just fed up of pretending to be Braden for the sake of their secret love affair. Cause they remember they're secretly together. So Renee's family basically called bullshit on her lies and said that Renee told Braden, in, Faden. By the way, sorry. In July 2013. Now, mind you, she killed herself on August 5th, 2013. She told Faden in July 2013 that she wanted to end her friendship with Camila. Okay. not knowing that Camila was Faden. And because she was too controlling and she even said, I don't need a friend like that in my life. So everybody believes that this is the reason why Camilla ripped Braden away from Renee. Like that would have been the thing that would hurt her the most, you mm-hmm. know, because she loved Braden, Faden so much yeah. that she confided everything in him. So to get back at her for saying that she don't want to be her friend or to be around her anymore, she ripped him away. So the New South Wales Deputy State Coroner Elaine Triscott um, found that the actions of Camilla, quote, caused the hurt and heartache which led Renee to take her own life and said that Camilla, quote, exacted her ultimate revenge by making Braden break Renee's heart after Renee severed her longtime friendship with. Camila. Mind you, during this time, Camila went and got married uh, to a man and one of the biggest searches on the internet is what is her married name. For whatever reason, people cannot find out what her new married name is. When subpoenaed, Camila would not admit to intentionally creating Brayden without Rennie's knowledge of him and that the whole thing was a farce. She wouldn't intentionally admit that. The coroner basically ended things by saying, quote, I find that Rene Marsden died of a fatal fall injuries after she deliberately slipped from the cliffs. After the termination of her relationship with the person whose identity was fabricated and created for the purposes of exercising control and coercion over her by a known person. One of the things that I also read, they had like a hearing and in the hearing nothing happened like it was like seven years after she died and they figured out that Camila was pretending to be braden and all mm-hmm. these things and it turns out that catfishing wasn't necessarily a crime <laughs> under the crime act i'm not laughing bunny's just losing her shit here relax <laughs> <laughs> she wants another treat she wants another treat yeah. yeah she's here getting treats and she thinks if she puts on the cute eyes mm-hmm. she will get more no treat no treats Um. Yeah. And so, because catfishing wasn't a crime under the Crimes Act, it was basically less just like an inquest to hear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And (laughs) (laughs) shut up, (laughs) listen. Y'all are gonna have to listen to this dog barking in the background because we need to finish this. It's two o'clock in the morning. So too bad. Yeah. Even though catfishing wasn't a crime, I think the parents expected something to happen. Yeah. But because they could never prove that she didn't know about Faden from before.
0: Yeah.
1: Nothing ever happened to Camilla, whatever her married last name is, that she lives under anonymity, has gone on with her life. Like, nothing has happened. The mother yelled in the court saying, I waited seven years for this when the hearing ended, you know, expecting, expecting more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Camilla was there on the stand saying, I can't remember. I can't remember. She was obviously coached by her, coached by her Warriors. lawyer, right? Yeah. And then the mother said, I think to some extent, today's proceedings are worse than losing Renny Because it's like they lose of her course. all over again, right? Um, But you know why I find this upsetting? Because on the day that she died, Renee made a call to the Gulberg prison. So she had told the mom when the mom prior to the text message the final message where mm-hmm. she said she told the mother you don't have to worry I know what he's about now so in a 2020 article don't know if it's true or not mm-hmm. I read that the mother said that she found out before she died that Camila that had... was the one pretending to be and that's why she called the prison because you know, like she couldn't believe it so she wanted to find out does he really exist you know yeah. is he there and I don't know why she never thought to call Gulberg prison like was she sending him gifts like these are all questions i know people are gonna have i think people will have a lot of questions because even in my head was like did you not try to send a mail did you not try to send a gift because i have a screenshot here of some mail that Braden sent to renee look pictures of his this is one picture of him saying i love you baby like a full-on like photo collage but this is one thing is to be controller narcissist piece of shit Camila took it the next level she was obsessed and one things one article even said that she had b Spiteri tattooed on her chest Renny, you know, but the guy name was braden Spiteri, right now you could imagine being camilla and you know you pretending to be braden and you went with her to get that fucking tattoo girl i'll kill you i'll kick up your face if i find out it doesn't But this could have all been why she took it so hard. Like, imagine finding out that not only the person you're in love with for the last two years, not real, but somebody who you thought you could trust, although they're really controlling, was the person who was doing it. Yeah. They shared over 11,000 messages on Facebook between March and June 2013 alone. That's two months. That's her talking to Faden, who's in prison with apparently access to Facebook her body has never been recovered. And so this sparked a, a big debate about how Is responsible really? Camila was. No, not whether or not she's dead; okay. Like, she's gone. But the question was, because there was nowhere else to go. Remember, there was a camera. Like, she didn't come back in the frame. Whatever, yeah. right? But, like, how responsible is Camila for what happened and I think she's extremely responsible and I think that she should be charged but you see that's the
0: thing timing is a factor mm-hmm. because by the time this happened
1: catfish, was yeah, catfish, catfish is catfish was not a crime. thing mm-hmm.
0: and now you can see if that were to happen to today today yeah I think Camilla would have gone she would have gotten gone some away she yeah because right? Right now, they know the implications of somebody bullying controlling and- you, mm-hmm, bullying mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. All these things that done to any person, it will cause damage.
1: Couldn't take it anymore. She
0: couldn't take it anymore. The- Camila pushed her to the point
1: that she couldn't take this it anymore. This is why people believe that she should be doing time. Because she pushed her to the point. But at the time that the crime was committed, catfishing was not a was not a crime in the crime act, according to the article that I read.
0: Now I quite I wonder that these have a like a statue statute of limitation. I
1: don't know, but people, the internet is quite interested in this case, and I don't even know how I found it. I want to. I think it's probably from They Will Kill You. You know that show I watch on YouTube where he'll have like a countdown, and he will have like a countdown of like. Friends, friends will kill you. Or like birds, birds will kill you. And he will do like cases <laughs> of different, you know, seriously. But he gives you very little information. And it's just enough to pique your interest. And I want to believe this is where I heard this. Because it was on my list. And I looked Lord. it up and I was like, damn. I was like, this story is intense. It is very intense. It's very intense. I have a headache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what we can say I- is, you know, pick your friends better. If you're in a bad friend group. Find new friends. Look beyond the group of friends that you have. If you have a friend that makes you feel uncomfortable, unwanted, undervalued, anything negative intentionally, and you don't have a purpose for them, like they don't serve a purpose, you don't serve a purpose. Because there are friends where your entire relationship is a transaction. And if you all both understand that, then fine. You know that, where you have like those social friends where it's a transaction. Maybe you don't even really consider them your friend. It's just somebody maybe you meet up with every now and then, and it's transact. Oh yeah, hi. Look, I did this. Oh hi, I and then You have those friends,
0: and you also have the, just know the it. friends the friends that you don't talk to every day. And the moment you talk, it's like it's no like no time. time
1: pass. Yes, exactly. No time You, time you pass. have different types of friends, but I think people, especially young people, feel like every friend need to be like your best friend. And they don't need to be, like, as soon as you get old enough, you find out that there's a lot of value in having groups and keeping them separate at that, you know, you have your, your, sometimes your friends will bleed out of a group, eh? like a work friend might become (laughs) an out of work friend, (laughs) these things happen, and, you know, sometimes they're great, sometimes they suck, right, I got lucky, it's great, but sometimes they suck, okay, and so just, it, find value and keep in keeping your friends in little in little circles if you want. There's no crime in that. I think it's I think there's a good balance in that. And there's no need to be duplicitous either. That's a big word for don't be a cunt. Okay, it's like don't go to one group talking shit about the friends from the other group. Hope
0: my kids rely on me when things come their way that they can't they feel they cannot handle or they don't know how to handle. But my relief is like I have a, our group. I know that if they. Go either way; they're gonna find somebody that share my values, right? Amongst
1: you people who you surround the yourself the, yes, with. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: But and, I mean, and Auntie Chanel will be like, "No, bitch, don't go yeah, and tell your mother crazy. this. You
1: coming?" <laughs> <laughs> I
0: look but, but, but but my I, point is like right now. If you ever feel that you cannot deal with something, anything. Just Google the phone line. Well, I would actually about a lot of to people, say at yes. the bottom
1: of our episode this week, the post on our website, I'm going to put the link to at least the Canadian resources because I can't provide yes. resources for every. Yep space but there are definitely places you can go so you can sort out your feelings because
0: sometimes you don't there are feelings and stuff that you go through that you you're not comfortable sharing with your friends you're not comfortable sharing with your co-workers there is something i always
1: quote from new girl and it's If you were supposed to talk about feelings, they would be called talkings. And that really resonates with me because I feel like I don't want to talk about my feelings. And there's some people who are like that, but there's some people, their feelings are so enormous that they have to put them somewhere, you know? Yeah. And so find that help, okay? That's a really sour way to end the episode, but it's it's important. It's an important point. It is. Find that help. It is. because also understand like, your friend group.
0: But, and tickets. another thing, everybody shows you what they want to show you.
1: Yeah, and also everybody when people cho- show you who they are, believe them. Mm. That statement is so real. Like if somebody shows you that they're a cunt, guess what? Tomorrow they will be a cunt. Next week, Wednesday, they're going to be a cunt. Next two years, cunt. A cunt. A cunt with grey hair maybe. A cunt with a cunt. <laughs> Right? Don't be a cunt with grey hair. It might be a little older. I don't know. Just if somebody reveals who they are, just you know, lean into it. Be like, I, I don't know who you are you as a person. me cry. I'm this sorry. so evil. How can you do that? Quote? Because I didn't, think, it, so I didn't think that it was justice to Renee's story and how much of an impact Camila's actions had on Renee I didn't think it was possible to tell that story and show the impact without doing the quote that the mother got. And it was a text message, you know? It's not a letter, it's like a text message. And that just goes to show me that she was thinking all in the moment, in the moment, in the moment. Like she didn't sit somewhere to write it down. She didn't take time and the day later she did it. It like mm -hmm. all was all happening really fast, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, I mean, I understand that Camilla has never been implicated or charged with anything. But even if, let's play devil's advocate for, here for a second, even if she oh, and, fuck. listen, no, even if she and Rennie had a relationship like she's claiming, mm-hmm. remembering that they had a relationship back in the day and everybody knew about it and the relationship ended mm-hmm. and now they somehow needed to keep it secret, maybe mm-hmm. from her husband, remember Camila once again The details of her interaction with Brayden make no sense to support that fact. Like, why is she getting prison mail and keeping it? Why is she communicating with him on Facebook 11,000 messages but still going out with Camila? Remember, Camila was at the club for the birthday. Mm-hmm. If they really were having a secret a secret lesbian relationship, how come we all went to the club together? I just don't think... I think in a world where we live in, especially in a digital age where they could have totally carried on their secret romance as Camilla and Rennie online, why go the extra self step of pretending to be braiding in your conversations online? Well, we, Nobody have, seen we have that. talked
0: religion, families... Up. society you name it whatever they're not ready to come out of the closet they're not yeah. Like, regardless of all these things, let's just for one second think that both of them decided to create it this guy. Let's just assume. Yeah. That the, both of them okay. just decided to create. They say, "Listen, you're not, you and I won't communicate romantically through this That's fake man." That's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. Let's just say that. Still, Camila being controlling. Yes. Still, Camila
1: being being. You know. It's true, but what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I I, I try to think of it from the angle of what. Camila said without just assuming that she was lying i'm like Mm. okay i just i already felt like she was guilty right Mm -hmm. but i at the end of the story i was like is it possible but then i was like that makes no sense that's fucking dumb if you make up a fake guy that's for optics you've made up a man for the optics of not looking like a lesbian according to Camila, right yeah That is public optics. Mm -hmm. Where are the messages between you and her privately
0: Mm -hmm. being
1: lesbians? Where is the proof between you and her privately carrying on this love affair? You see what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brayden wasn't for the public. It, it, he was something she kept because she had messages, eleven thousand messages mm-hmm. with him. If it was that they were trying to hide a lesbian relationship, it was up It would have needed to be optics. She would have been okay. Yes, her family knew about Braden, but the family also thought Camila was catfishing off him the jump. Remember? Yeah. So all I'm trying to say is is that I'm having a hard time, and I find it very difficult to believe that the story of them having this secret love affair was true because. If they did have a relationship back in the day, they're not going to surprise nobody because mm-hmm. people knew about it back then. they number one. Number two. Even if people were like, <gasps> and scandalized that they were actually having a lesbian mm-hmm. relationship. What was the point of Braden in your private time? I understand Braden. When your mom is like, oh, they're going to settle down. Oh, you remember I dating Brayden, the one who was in jail for two yeah. years? <laughs> you know, oh, you're not serious. When he gets out, we go have a baby. <laughs> Susanna, I'm serious. And so so I don't see the point of him beyond that. Why the 11,000 plus messages on social media between her and Braden? who yeah. was somebody looking at Camila's Facebook? So she needed to pretend to be... Wouldn't they have found her Faden account? All of us bunch of fuckery, so you know could be lying or you ain't get charged with nothing but fuck you. That's how fuck I you! Yeah, anyway, take us out because it's two twenty-nine in the morning and I want to go to sleep and then get up to go to work. We know nothing, so please go
0: to the sources linked on our Instagram at coolest or on our website at CriminalCooless.com to get the real tea.
1: Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey. He might be coolest,
0: but that's not a crime. See you next week. How dare!